No one knows this better than recognize the basic elements that go together to create a Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Everyday Headline News Podcast Show. I'm your reporter today. My name is Lai Langju. Thank you for listening. First, let's see our international headline. U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry has described it as constructive talk with his Russian counterpart Sergei Lavrov on securing serious chemical weapons. Mr. Kerry said he hoped a date could be set for wider peace talks on Syria, but that much would depend on progress on the chemical weapons issue. The talks are expected to last until Saturday. The reporter James Robbins in Geneva said the two powers will work over the next few weeks to try to revive the wider peace talks to end Syria's civil war. But until they reach agreements on the narrow issues on chemical weapons, that feels like a distant prospect. Japan launches affordable Epsilon space rocket. Japan has launched the first in the new generation of space rockets, hoping the design will make missions more affordable. The Epsilon rocket is about half the size of Japan's previous generation of space vehicles and uses artificial intelligence to perform safety checks. Japan's space agency Jasha said the Epsilon cost $37 million to develop, half the cost of its predecessor. Epsilon launched from southwestern Japan in the early afternoon. Crowds of Japanese gathered to watch the launch, which have also broadcast on the internet. An Indian court has sentenced four men to death for the gang rape and murder of a student in the capital Delhi, a case which led to violence protests across India and new law against rape. Mukashen. Fino Sharma, Akshat Topka, and Pawa Gupta were found guilty on all courts earlier this week. Judge Yoga Kanal said the case fell in the rarest of rare category, rejecting plea for a lightened sentence. The 23-year-old woman was attacked on the bus in December and died two weeks later. Ikea monkey Darren will not be returned to its owner. Darwin, the monkey that escaped in an IKEA car park in Toronto, Canada, last December, will not return to its owner. Ontario Judge Murray Valley has ruled that under Canadian law, Darwin is a wild animal, and a sanctuary should keep the Japanese macaw. Its owner, Yasmin Nakawoda, has sued, arguing that animal service tricked her into surrounding the pet. Image of the animal, who was wearing a little sharing coat and nappy, became an internet sensation. Monkeys like Darwin are illegal to own in Canada, and in Friday ruling, Judge Valley says concern about disease was a valid reason for detaining the animal. The judge found Ms. Nakarua has been upset, but was not unduly influenced when she signed to the form consenting for Darwin to be transferred to the Storybook Farm Primary Sanctuary in Sunderland, Ontario. Colorado froze, thousands told to evacuate. 
More than 2,500 people have been rescued in Boulder County. In the U.S. state of Colorado, after days of heavy rain caused severe flooding, damaging roads and property, thousands of people have been told to evacuate. Towns such as Jamestown, Lyons, and Longmont are said to have been reduced to island by the swirling floodwaters. More than 38 centimeters of rain, nearly half the region's annual average, has fallen in a single week. According to the National Water Service, Mexico is being battled by two severe storms. One is eastern coast, and another on its west. Officials say more than 5,000 people have been evacuated on the Gulf of Mexico coast ahead of Hurricane Ingrid, which already has wind on 112 kilometers per hour. It is expected to make landfall in the coming days. Tropical storm Manuel has hit the western coast on the Pacific Ocean, bringing almost twice the monthly rainfall in just three days. The states of Oaxaca, Guerrero, and Chihuahua have been the worst hit, with some road and telecommunication links down. The reporter in Mexico City says that Hurricane Ingrid is the second major storm of the hurricane season and has been steadily gathering strength in the Gulf of Mexico. Our correspondents say that it is considered to pose a serious risk to several communities in the region. Most of those who have been evacuated are staying in official shelters, while the remainder have sought refuge with friends and families. The next part is China internal news. Chinese cruise-shaped dispute. Passengers December Hanna. Passengers have begun December from a Chinese luxury cruise ship detained at the ports of the South Korean island of Jeju over a legal dispute. Around 2,300 people have been stuck on board the Hanna since Friday, with many scheduled to fly back to China on Sunday, according to the Chinese consulate in Jeju. The teenage son of a famous Chinese military singer was sentenced to 10 years in prison for gang rape after he was identified by the courts as the main culprit in the case of Thursday. Li Tianyi was earlier found guilty of sexual assaulting a woman along with four friends at the Beijing hotel on February 17. His co-defendants, one of whom stood trial as an adult, received a sentence of three to 12 years. Li. The 17-year-old son of Li Shangjiang, a well-known singer for the People's Liberation Army, will appear the verdict, according to an online post on Li He, the firm's legal adviser. A statement by Beijing Haidian District People's Court said that five had attacked the woman, identified only as Yang, 23 years old, after the night of drinking in the bar. Robert Duck adjusting to spa at Summer Palace. Beijing, an 18 meters tall robot duck, begins to taste a touch of ancient Beijing at the Summer Palace on Thursday, after its 18-day show at the International Garden Expo Park in the city. The duck, the brainchild of Dutch artist Florenti Hoffman, was reflected on criminally within the Royal Palace in northwest Beijing. It will be on display until October 26. Before arriving in Beijing, the robot that traveled to 13 cities in nine countries. Bridge is on to define developments, major policy changes designed to facilitate China's economic restructuring. 
The central government unfurled on Friday the first based on initiative in a general plan that set the tone and scale of the China-Shanghai pilot free trade zone, which is expected to help shape the economic landscape in years to come. This initially touched on some key sectors of the economic, including finance, commerce, and industry. Some of them represent major policy changes to facilitate the economic restructuring that is deemed necessary to ensure sustainable growth. Since the idea was first broached earlier this year, the FDZ has caught the imagination of the business community because of its promise to change that will bring new opportunity to domestic and foreign enterprises. It is seen as a bold step in economic reform that will redefine the rule of government and further open up the economy to the private sector. Shanghai stands the benefit the most because it is expected to play host to an expanding financial service sector and become a regional hub for trade and commerce. Brenzi Chang, an economic and credit alcohol CIB, say in the research note, as expected, the major focus, for the first phrase at least, is on promoting trade. China to fund more overseas study. The Chinese government have decided to offer overseas study scholarships to another 21,300 students next year, marking a 17% jump in comparison with the newly added figure in 2013. Students from all Chinese universities or institutions that are eligible to grant doctoral degrees can apply for John's doctoral education program, according to a Q&A with an unnamed official published on the website of the China Scholarship Council on Friday. In addition, the official said, master's programs will be available for people from administrative organs, people institutions, and higher vocational schools, while artistic training programs will offer opportunities for students from school and entrepreneurs who have arts majors. These state-funded scholarships will be provided and managed by the CSC, which was set up in 1996 under the Ministry of Education. That's all our headline today. Thanks for listening Everyday News Headline Podcast Show. I'm Lai Jun and see you tomorrow. Have a nice day.